The Valley Folk is a collection of friends that are slowly being crushed by the ever-growing weight of responsibility that accompanies running a business. Despite this, they continue to provide quality content for us, their fans, even as their souls slowly march towards the frayed edge of eternity, as more and more of their life essence escapes with each panicked bedtime sobbing session. And we, the fans, reciprocate this love with our own love, and provide for these heroes our positive reinforcement, feedback, validation, and the hard-earned dollars that all coalesce to keep the merciless darkness at bay for just a little while longer. This is what life is about. To struggle together. To share this pain together. To sit atop a hill that we've all been climbing together, out of breath but triumphant and at peace. Laughing and smiling. It is with that in mind that I leave you all with these final words of wisdom from one of the greatest men who has ever lived. Oh no, I got some water in my mouth. That's too much water. Why did God make this? Oh boy, this is awful. Oh Jesus Christ. What a terrible predicament I find myself in with all of this water entering my mouth and stomach without my consent. This really is a lot of water. I guess I'm drowning now. Great. Awesome. Enjoyed the show. So, you guys don't check these before, <laughs> before just playing them, which is great. Absolutely not. Right, yeah, right, that, right. I do not. But that right. was fucking wonderful. Wow. That was like a Dave Attenborough if yeah. he went down a very strange route. Yeah. Yeah. That was that's hands down my favorite intro we've ever gotten. Yeah. Like it's far and away. That it's is what that was incredible. Incredible. That actually that made me feel kind of magical. It made me feel like what we do is magical. Yeah. yeah. Even as it was so funny and wow. So well written. Great writing. Yeah, I mean, it, it was made by Jesse Stilwell, who tweets a lot at us yeah. and is very funny. Well, Jesse, thank you. That was really nice. Yeah. Jesse Stilwell. I'm going to listen wow. to that again. And the track is called The Valley Folk, A Wave of Humorlation. <laughs> wave sure. of Humorlation. Like the Pixies' Wave of Humorlation? Yeah. Very, well, clever. And it says well. in the comments... Someone said that was twisted and fantastic. Loved it. Well done. Mm. This is amazing. Very nice. That twisted was wonderful. And fantastic. Loved it. I'm sad the others were not here to experience that. <laughs> uh, me as well, Steve. Dude, I'm. So you- I'm. Hold on. <laughs> Can I tell you guys what's happening right now? I've been. I've been experiencing like a really unpleasant time in my apartment Tum-tum? at home. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, I've been dealing with really just an insane series of events that all started with the weirdest creature I've ever witnessed with my own eyes. What? In your um, apartment? In my apartment, yeah. Okay. One, one morning I awoke and Alana and I were just sitting up and talking before we were getting ready for our day. And she says to me, Steve, there's mold on the window. I know this story. Yeah. You posted it. uh, And I go, what? Nah. Nah, S.A. What are you, out of your goddamn tits? And she says, no. There's mold on the window. Just look. And I get up and I look. No, Steve, I'm not out of my goddamn (laughs) tits. There is mold on your window. Yeah, which is totally what Alana (laughs) said to me. And I looked, and I saw truly an alien species. Yeah, I saw it. You showed it. Yeah, to I posted it on my Instagram. Right. I was supposed to talk about this on Dynamic Banter, and I, I never did. I, I don't think I saw what the mold looks like. It sounds gross. It's um. I wish I could show you right now. This I was have, like a solid I, My phone is being used for this uh-huh. camera thing over here, but um, you know, it was just this like really gross looking like. It, it, it looked like an alien landed on Earth and it was in my window. So it looked like something that it, it looked alien like, but then it got smashed. Like, that's what it looked like because oh, it had I expanded see. already. I'm like, is there a face on it? Like, are you saying no, that no, looks, no, no, no. You're just saying it looks like splatter? Guts? No. Well, because it's it's not like it's not alive. It's biological. It's a it's a mold. So right? it is just so, a mold. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, but it's not like actually it, it was huge. What it actually. <laughs> so. 
It was. It was. It was. Alana was terrible. like, "Are we going to die?" And I was like, "This whole apartment building, including everyone currently in it, needs to go up in flames because <laughs> we need to stop the." But the to answer your question, yes. The conclusion, yeah. <laughs> listen, we will all be heroes. We will all be remembered as the ones that stop. I mean, or we wouldn't be remembered. We'd be like Batman. I Wait. mean, well, Batman eventually got the credit for his work, but so he, we'd be like a vi- we'd be like a vigilante. We save the world from this alien invasion by burning down the entire building for and the that's, greater good. For the greater good, right. yeah. But, we, um, but I have a lot of questions. Sure, sure. So Alana knew that it was dangerous. She spotted it and knew that it was like not good for you. What did, did you do? You know what mold does? Well, to here, people? well, well. Before you continue on the path of mold, yeah. You have to hear. It might not be mold. You, I get it. Yeah, you need to hear the story <laughs> <Okay>. because, <laughs> right, right, right. yeah, because at first, certainly, it seemed like something dangerous and something we shouldn't be breathing in. And Alana, sinister. Alana really? said. Yeah. Alana said she looked at the window the night before. And and it was one of those like remember a couple of months ago when we had like nonstop rain in L.A. Mm-hmm. for some reason and it just like didn't stop. Mm-hmm. It was around one of those days and we had our window open a crack so we could get that rain smell and the rain sound and you know you, you like it. <laughs> we don't get out. We don't get rain very Not much often. in L.A. Yeah, it's so yeah. it's nice. Yeah. You gotta soak it. In. You know, I want to soak very, it in. Yep. You feel like you feel weird about like self conscious about it. like it's a, you yeah can do no that. I just yeah I felt like I had to make an excuse <laughs> yeah, for like, it but no nice thing. but you know um, anyway so she said she saw what looked like white spots but she didn't think anything of it which I thought was kind of strange is but your she said not white? she said she saw some white spot is it what is your window not white your window's just an Are, off color yeah it's it's like a white. Yeah, the room is painted right. white, and the frame is like white. And but there the... is something distinctly more white. Yeah, she said she just noticed something kind of strange, okay. and then the next day, it like literally had become this like fucking alien creature. It pupated. about the size of a what is this like a date maybe a prune perhaps like a, a sand dollar. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and kind of the shape of a of like a prune or something too. Maybe just, a sand dollar, but it looked like <laughs> coral. It looked like it looked <sighs> like it had like. Coral. You know, like the uh, I've talked about this before, mm. but you know, like the trypophobia thing. Yes, that I, yeah, yeah. I definitely am. Yeah, if you get you a little skeeved. It? Yeah, I mean, I don't like the. You don't like a bunch of holes on stuff. Yeah, little yeah. tiny holes that are all like Bubbly. clustered holes. How about like I'm not a fan of clustered holes? What, what about like fish, <laughs> wet fish eggs that are all like together that's fine. in the same sack? Yeah, oh, that that's doesn't okay. bother me. Really? Yeah, okay, okay. Because that's like a bulbous, like all, all the space is taken up. It's I all understand. Okay. Cushiony, maybe. right? But holes. But the whole thing is. Yeah, yeah. I get that. And that's kind of like when I showed Alana like a close up because she didn't want to get too close to it because she was like, this thing's going to break off spores in our lungs and we're going to die. And but I tried to show her photos of it, and she it, she kind of felt like I don't want to look at that because it just looks like creepy. It How did like you a find? So you posted to to Twitter. Well, I instantly went to Google and was like, types of mold, window, black uh, you mold. Know, I, I did yeah. all. I did like the full California. gamut. Like both Alon and I went through the gamut of like Googling potential things and none of us could find both of us together in our efforts could not find what that was it looked like an inside out snail because it had weird spiky parts but you knew Mm -hmm. that it was soft like you could tell it was soft but it's like outer like layers you knew it had spikes it looked like a prune with coral on it it looked like a prune that hardened which therefore then looks like coral because all the white parts are all like at the end it sounds based on what you guys have said like the worst imaginable thing it absolutely was. <laughs> and this was like, like pure I evil. would say maybe five weeks like ago. Like if evil was a thing, it would like crawl on the wall. Like. Yes. So I um, couldn't find it and we found something very close to it and it looked like it wasn't dangerous and it looked like it wasn't, um, yeah, it wouldn't affect humans, but it but it was this type of fungus or mold or whatever. And, um, and then I took to the internet because I was like, I, I don't know what the fuck this is. So I went to Instagram and I was like, does anybody know what the fuck this is? And half the comments were like, get, get out the of the house, out. burn the fucking place down. And some professionals actually reached out and were like, um, whatever it is, you should call like a specialist to look at it right now. So that seemed like the most that seemed like the smartest thing to do. Also, like, so, gives you something to do. Right? Like, right. Yeah, can... so I went on Yelp and I was like, I looked for fungus spore or like, you know, mold specialist and uh, found specialist. someone. 
and then hit up my landlord and I was like, I found this on the window. I hired someone to come and they're coming to look at it. And uh, they were like, okay, whatever. And they were freaking out because they thought I was going to maybe try to sue them or some shit. And like, because this is really like, you know, if it is black mold or if it's something really dangerous, then truly it's like, that's some negligent shit that something right. like that was allowed to even grow through the window like right. that. It So anyway... I got a hold of this guy and he shows up and he like I open the door and he stops dead in his tracks and he's like Steve Zaragoza oh wow and I'm like yes and he's like oh my god I'm a fucking fan I'm a fan and I'm coming like I'm answering your call like I'm coming to look at what wow what you called about and I'm like holy shit okay well come on in and Will was staying on my couch and he was like Will was bundled up like an old lady in this blanket fuck I gotta answer this goddamn call he normally Sorry, does I gotta like answer this. Lady. You guys keep. You wanna going. just pause it? No, I have to call. I have to call. So you guys. All right. Good luck. I hope this is the Hello. mold people. <laughs> the continuation. Um, Raina, I don't know a lot about you. Yeah, I know. So I, I happened w- to come on right where you were leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you started as an intern at SourceFed. Actually, or... yeah, that was bananas. Um, okay. I did start as an intern. I was I'm turning the... this into an interview now because I'm no, like, no, I, I think wanna... it's yeah, yeah it's actually kind of it's like 2020. No, no, it's totally fine. It's actually kind of nostalgic, and also, um, I was just at Anime Expo, mm-hmm. and it was incredible how many people came up to me and told me that they've been watching me since SourceFed, which is really, really meaningful to me, obviously. Yeah. Um, and so it's weird, but, and a lot of people don't know this, but yeah, I was your intern exactly when Steve was just entering your trio. Oh, okay. That is quite a while ago. That is like, I think that would be like- uh, End of 2011, beginning of 2012. Or I think end of 2012, beginning of 2013. Um, or, Actually, that was when Trisha and Meg were already entering. Well, SourceFed, I think, started in 2012, I think. It, um, it was like December tw- or January. It was, yeah, it was, uh, was it? I thought yeah. it was, yeah, I know it was winter. It was, but yeah, it was def- I, I'm pretty sure. But and it was, after, uh, it was after the offices moved into up north, right? Because like that c- couldn't have. Wait, up north? Oh, oh, you mean in you the building? Culver- yeah, yeah, because before yeah, that Phil terrible, was in Culver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like hangar. It was like, it a, was, do you know that's uh, Joe Rogan's place now? Do you know who Joe Rogan is? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I that's do know like that. his office. Yeah. So all those now it's that building still just gets views on views on views. Oh my god, that's so funny. But um, ac- so yeah, so you you still have people who know you from SourceFed. Yeah, so it was that's really cool. yeah, and it was really crazy to hear the stuff they remember. Um, and it's also different for me too because I remember watching. Phil in college, like right as I was exiting college. So my timeline is also very much dependent on like what Phil was doing online as well. So it's like really interesting hearing everybody else's take. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I interned for you guys for quite a bit. And then I kind of was more like Phil's intern and PA. Oh, yep. yep and then yep. I went away for a bit and then I came back as a host just as you and Meg were leaving. Yes. And uh, I filled a lot of the potential things that like Meg wanted wow. to do. I filled a lot of those holes. So like she tr- yeah. kind of trained me really. It was really sweet. That's why she's actually my senpai. But I had sweet. a, yeah, I really liked, at the time it was kind of like a scary moment because um, you guys were the first people that were leaving ever. Nobody's ever left mm-hmm. before. So it was a really kind of uh, chaotic. I treated it like a contest. I was like, I want to be first. Oh, I totally understand. I, was, yeah. I get it. Yeah, it especially, I, I completely we'll understand. Yeah, many years later, I kind of did the same thing. I left like, before everybody else did. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I totally fun. understand. Yeah. <laughs> Meg actually wasn't a competition because Meg was just like, I'm going to definitely let you go first. <laughs> she was yeah. like, I'm definitely, just, you go ahead. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That's a smarter, totally. smarter move. Yeah. And it was sweet of her actually. I do remember she even stayed a lot longer to kind of help me and she yeah. acclimated me into the scene and she was like, oh, like, don't talk about this type of anime. It was really sweet. Like she was that's really, really fun. Helpful. Wow. Yeah. That's incredibly nice. Yeah. She was wonderful. I like, I, I owe a lot to her as well. And I feel so blessed to be a part of Will. That's a, good word. That's a and, very nice word. <laughs> thank you. Um, especially when I, say, I'm trying to say it like ironically, but I do actually, I do feel blessed. I know, as a part. Like and also, I'm staring at you're this. You're trying to I'm, mask it. And I, like, I'm trying. No, no I feel it's for real. It's real. But well, um, blessed. You can do that. That's I, yeah, blessed. I do think it's very meaningful for me that I came on with Will and Lieberman and. 
it's not like the three of us had like a huge like super bond or anything, but Will and I obviously did. And yeah. we were definitely like to everyone on earth, we looked like, um, oh my God, what is it called? We looked like, uh, because we're the first people of color on camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We looked like that type of hire. And <laughs> yeah. we, yeah. Like a diversity hire. At the, si hire. At the same yeah. time, like really. Mm -hmm. And we made jokes about it, but I think that helped, you know, and it was yeah. like fun for us to be able to have that to work off of at first. And to be yeah, self-aware. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. And then we got to test the water so i feel like it was so cool to have that mm -hmm. everybody is just like oh was that like a thing and i'm like i thought it was great <laughs> like y'all yeah. can think whatever you want but like i was perfect for me so whatever yeah we'll take it yeah okay but, so the, hearing this is like getting a refresher on um the, timeline, the whole right? timeline totally. yeah you have I get a, it. that's a you have a very good memory because i don't remember like you're talking about when people are leaving and coming and it, like, yeah. I wouldn't have imagined you came at the same time that Lieberman did, but I guess that makes sense because yes. it did have, okay, it all checks out. It's right. just like, especially cause you should have slivers of memories of, you should have yeah. weirdly more memories of me and Will because we were there before that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, definitely. And then slivers of Lieberman because we came on legitimately as on camera at the same time. Yeah. So that kind of is the weird, like, Ooh, what happened there? Kind I of yeah, I don't even know if I was. You might have already. Yeah. yeah, I think I. Yeah. We actually, did you know that um, I think the first or second story I ever did on a source fed white wall was with you? Oh, really? Yeah. That's nice. So I remember these like flashbulb memories because um, it was a very, it was scary. It's scary to audition. It's yeah. scary. It's nerve wracking to uh, be a part of something that you've been watching as well. And mm -hmm. also like Phil was just as a human being like quite intimidating. And I mm -hmm. think you have to be that way. So overall it was just. Well, Phil is seven and a half feet tall. That as well. Yeah. Right? And like without heels, like he could just exactly. like, he could just eat me. And when he's in his heels, he's like seven, six. I know. It's just awful. Yeah. Like, what do I do? Goodness I can just run. Yeah. But. Yeah, so quick. <laughs> very quick. I, yeah. I am, I am swift. I must say, yeah. but okay, yeah, so it was. That I, that's was... why I remember everything because I, I was like trying to be very yeah. conscious, and I was like remembering. Okay, this person works like this. Like, what do I do? What was and this is it, it, for folks. Steve is out doing something. If you're just joining us, and this apparently is the uh, very in depth uh, interview because I don't know <laughs> Raina that well, and I'm trying to, to get to know her more. What was your experience like when you started on? Uh, source fit and then you started getting that rush of attention and it's a very welcoming audience and it's a very nice yeah. uh, and they're kind of like being nice to you and they're kind of you know like you have all this support happening uh Truly. what was your like were you like oh this is nice this is cool this is fun was it intimidating or scary or what uh it was absolutely as expected intimidating of course but <clears throat> um i was working for a video game company that like sourced a couple ads. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I had, know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I had an understanding of like what is wrong with social media marketing and this is like 2012 so it's like way back in the day. So I kind of had a leg up especially interning for you guys. It was really meaningful. I had access to data mm -hmm. and ha being able to see YouTube analytics with the volume that you guys had like the views yeah. and the numbers there's always power in numbers. So having that type of statistic to understand against everything else was really meaningful and uh, that's how I kind of sold myself. I'm like, wow, I know analytics. Cool. So, and that's all thanks to like, honestly, the the fact that they trusted interns so much early on, of mm -hmm. course. Um, and I got to look at all the data. Like Audrey taught me so much. Trusted and, is a very nice word. We always thought it was like <laughs> just sort of abused and I made know. to do too much. And right, right. Like, but had too much responsibility. You know what it was? I'm a little bit older than all the other interns. I okay. was. I came in older. More, yeah, yeah. You were more well equipped. Right. I came in with like a different understanding. I also had another another job. I wasn't trying to put all my eggs in one basket, especially because I was kind of a fan. That's yeah. like kind of odd. So. I was A, trying to play it cool, but also be logical about it, but also yeah. be like, this could be career worthy. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, do you look at analytics now? Absolutely. Still... That's like my jam. Really? I have to, yeah. So I spend um, most of my time like staring like at analytics. Specifically YouTube analytics? Uh, YouTube, quite often. Um, I'd say I'm the most slacking on Twitter because, you know, Twitter is filled with a lot of vitriol and it makes me kind of sad. So I think I'm just- What do you mean? Yeah, I'm just like, I just don't want to mm -hmm. look into it. Um, also, it that's a little bit more specific to stuff I'm following and I just don't want to. But um, Instagram and YouTube, I'm very- Steve hates talking analytics. He I know. I, it's not- it's very dorky, I gotta say. It's very dorky, but um, it's uh, it's very sociological, psychological. It's marketing. It's stuff I definitely have a grasp on. And is this is this part of your because it's wrapped into your profession, or is it your own also independent? Like it's definitely you would my just own thing. read a book on vacation about 
if you I could. wouldn't read a book on vacation. That's but good. but um I do I think it's I think maybe Will, me, and Steven Suptic have the same kind of have the same kind of philosophy behind it, but like it, it was important. We all taught each well, they taught me a lot mm-hmm. about analytics, and that's how I kind of conducted my channel, and then thus forth, Super Panic Frenzy, and subsequently all other things like Crunchyroll, and Crunchyroll. It, that's yeah, 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 and um, that always felt valuable to me. And I am kind of a dork. I, I don't like math, it is, but it, it's, do you it's like stat. the uh, data is beautiful subreddit? Ever, I it's, never look at it. It's real fun well, if you get bored. It's, I'll probably very much enjoy it. If you like analytics and stuff like that, it's yeah. just a bunch of charts and they're all very satisfying and it's just a bunch of useless information that you don't need, but right. it's supposedly it's accurate. No, yeah, it's but real it's really fun. interesting. And like, I know it's like kind of academic and silly to kind of go into like the sociology of it, but it's quite important to know who's looking at your stuff. Like, yeah. it's just important. And or um, I just like it because again, I'm not a part of a network, so mm-hmm. I have to be able to control my 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 analytics and understanding of it so for me i just like i i have to yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I good thing look, i enjoy it somewhat i should look at them i should look at them huh um it's a lot more organic to not though it's uh-huh. a lot less business because i definitely treat my stuff like a business and that again is thanks to a being a little older also b being exposed to the how the sausage was made yeah, at yeah. SourceFed, right? Like, oh man, that, I love that term. I love that term too. I like it. I've been hearing it a lot, so I've been trying to like put it in mm-hmm. my work yeah. in my vocabulary. I yeah. feel like I made a, a concerted effort to go from treating it like a business or social media like a business to literally only treating it Genuine? personally, which is not a good business move. But right, it was also right. like now I get to, now I just like don't even think about it, mm-hmm. and it's I just feel a little lighter as a result of it. But totally, that's I think you get sucked into it. And but if you're interested and you like do it in a healthy way, I think that's well, real good. And don't become like, you know, this totally. Is, this is everything. I think yeah. you're a lot more um, genuine, obviously, than how I treat it. I just I like kind of made a promise, not a promise. It's like not a that you can't be both. Rule. By the way, I didn't. I know, know. Or right? More like, yeah. Um, just just sort of off the cuff and flip it. Yeah. Right. Not right. The, right. Because you can right. be genuine in business at the same time. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. No, but there That's is kind our, of our like whole, a whole careers are based on that. There is definitely a, like a shotgun moment though, right? Like I want to say this because I'm feeling it, but then like there's yeah. a lot of editing that can happen. Also with Twitter, that platform itself specifically lends itself to that because you can't edit it. Yeah. Once it's out, it's out, right? So like that's kind of you have to play into that. You know, and, it, on the flip side, there was um when we were starting the show uh uh the nbc thing they went through our twitter they went through everything and they Mm -hmm. found like stuff that they didn't basically think was appropriate or would be good for us to have sure sure and um i think steve had the most i had the second most (laughs) oh yeah uh, and there were people when they were explaining this to us that were like what do you mean this is censorship and i was so excited about it and i deleted every single i was like yep 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 i was like none of this needs to be because you're smart no 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 because you're you yeah. are business savvy so, yeah, to whatever like degree part. you need to yeah. be yeah. yes it's of course like- i totally get it i totally get it um sometimes i'm very scared of like the weird ass shit i used to say on sourcefed when i was like when I was on my high at mm-hmm. being at SourceFed, I don't think I ever had like a mighty ass moment. Like you tell me, I think we were there the whole time together. Oh, but yeah. like, I don't think I ever had like a, I'm like better than you, like suck my dick moment. But I definitely had like a, a comfortable, like I know what I'm doing. Like I fucking know anime. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing. Well, you want a mutual like, respect or at least a type of respect for what you know. And yeah. What you're, and, and you know, a little bit of seniority there's also a, is a part of it like too. you're taking control of the narrative and you're not letting yourself spot. Come like the, the like. Hey, I just uh, you know this is uh, like no. This is what I know. You just yeah, hope yeah. to have this. Yeah, you hope to have that certain level of trust eventually after you've done your time. But yeah. you know sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't always organically you have to, you have occur. To fake it till you make. Yeah, it. indeed. <laughs> that's the moral. Ah. That's the type. Hey, that's before we get back to your yeah. stuff, can we do some ad reads? Are yeah, you okay I would that? love that. Let's do it while you while you do it. I will be accompanying the music. <laughs> oh track. no. Okay, great. You Thank won't you. even notice. Me. Okay, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, what is honey? Today's show is brought to you by Honey, the easiest way to save money when you're shopping online. Honestly, before I found out about Honey, seeing the promo code box at checkout stressed me out. Like, should I be typing something in there? Is there a code? Just knowing that there could could be a discount code out there made me worry about overpaying every time I shopped online. Thankfully, guys, we have Honey. It's a free tool that connects to your computer's browser, and if you're shopping, it'll scan the internet for coupon codes and other discounts, and then like magic, it automatically applies the best one to your cart 
at checkout. Honey will find you every coupon code, sale, or discount code on over 20,000 sites like Amazon, J.Crew, eBay, Macy's, etc. So you might ask, how do I know Honey has my back? Does it really work? Well, not only did Honey test over 1 billion promo codes last year, but it actually applied 185 million plus work working codes to people's orders. Not That's a lot them. of real life savings. Not to mention over 10 million people are already saving with Honey, and it has over 100,000 five-star reviews on the Google Chrome store. Thanks to Honey, now there's literally no stress when I see that promo code box at checkout. So it's totally free. Enjoy. And uh, here's how you're going to do it. You're going to get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash valleycast. That's joinhoney.com slash valleycast. Very nice work, Elliot. And if you don't mind, I'd like to transition absolutely seamlessly into a different ad. Okay, great. I can't wait to hear it, Steve. Can I try that thing? Yeah, I don't really know how to do it. Yeah, you, so you put the two metal pieces on the other side. Of your teeth. Against your... No, no, no. no I have here. a... Is can't hurt me? Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. So no, 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 no. no, 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 no. You don't put it in here, here, here. Let me show you. Let me show you how I do it here. So like never more like a three-year-old. <laughs> so you you hold it here, okay? okay. For those of you watching the video version, you can follow along at home with it's your like own. A, it's like a horizontal teardrop. So you hold it here, and then this here is the springer, the spring bing 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 bing. Okay. And these two pieces of metal here, mm-hmm. the, you're gonna want to put those against your teeth. But you also close your mouth around it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I try? Yeah. Is it gross? Are we sick? No, no, absolutely okay. not. Are um, you, do you have... I mean, I had what some would call a cold. What is... What is Guys, what no is, one really has time to go to the post office. You're busy. Who's got time for all that traffic? Parking. Lugging all your mail and packages. There you go, baby. It's a real hassle. There you go. You got it. I don't think so. Yeah, no, that's at least the little sound it makes. Wow, it tastes like blood. That's why you need Stamps.com, one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses. Stamps.com eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. And Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Post Office right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. (laughs) Simply use your computer to print out official U.S. postage. 24-7 24-7 for any letter. For our listeners, he's pantomiming every word. Any but it's package. Not making sense. Any package, any class of mail anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox. It's that simple. He just opened a book. With stamps.com, you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. It's whatever he thinks sign language is. Not to mention. It's whatever he thinks it is. Not to mention it's the fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. No wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use stamps.com. So guys, right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, (laughs) and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. I like how hatching an egg is long-term commitment, which actually makes sense. (laughs) Just go to stamps.com and click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in ValleyCast. That's stamps.com. Enter ValleyCast. Thank you, stamps.com. Perfect. Okay, listen, guys, uh, there is a new sponsor, and you absolutely have to get this product, or your life will never be complete, okay? Well, I can't wait. I'm listening, Elliot. Do you guys like warm alcohol? Uh... Yeah, guess what? Neither did Dylan, the founder of Brewmate. That's why he made it. Brewmate's mission is to shake up the beverage industry for the better. Brewmate's stylish, insulated drink... Drinkware is designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day long. So when you're walking out and about with your beverage, it stays cold the entire time. Bullshit. Using Brewmate, this cool koozie thing. Whatever your taste, whatever you got, beer, wine, spirits, Brewmate makes sure every sip is the perfect temperature. Look, I hate it when my drink gets warm when I'm finished. 
Exactly. I get real angry about it. Yeah. And if you like me, you'll love Brewmate. So they sent us uh, about four different Brewmates, and um, I've opened two of them just so I could hold them. And I've placed all of my beer in it, and to this day, it's still cold. Now, let me ask you this. Do you hear what I said? I did say, I I did hear what you said. Yeah. Can I ask you a question about the product? Anything. If my hand was freezing cold, Mm -hmm. let's say I had it out of the blanket and the AC's on, Mm -hmm. can I stick one of those koozies around my hand and keep my hand cold all day? Steve, any ailment that you have that is in any way related to temperature on your body can actually be solved, nay cured, by the brewmates. I love it. Continue. It's unbelievable. Continue. I love it. Thank you. And it works on chillers or whatever the... <clears throat> the product's design is absolutely incredible. It is unbelievably beautiful. It is ergonomic, it's slick, and it comes in a variety of colors and sizes, as well as textures. You can get matte as well as gloss. It is the single most beautiful thing that is in my home currently, all four of them. And I will be giving many of them as gifts. So don't settle for warm alcohol, guys. Chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with Brewmate. Visit brewmate.com and add code VALLEYCAST to get 15% off your first order. But you're gonna, after that, you're going to be addicted. You're going to have to have all of them. That's 15% off your first order when you go to brumate.com and add code VALLEYCAST. Thank you. Are you saying brewmate? Brewmate. 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 It's brewmate. All right. But it sounds fun to say it like it that. It does, yes. I liked it. That's why I did yeah. it too. I we'll joined in. We'll put text over the screen so nice. people can kind of... Are you guys ready to buckle the fuck up for the end of this in Yeah, this what happened? <laughs> How are you? Is um, you okay? I'm not okay because my landlord... Because <laughs> you have... <laughs> I'm not okay. lung disease? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's what... Yeah. <laughs> it's you, were, you got the call. No, I'm not okay because my <laughs> landlord <laughs> is like really not... I mean, has anyone ever had a pleasant experience no, with their landlord? Not once ever. Like okay. I think it's a I think it's a rare thing. Yeah, it's a universal understanding. The great equalizer is that we all have shitty landlords. Is that it rains and then we have shitty landlords. Look, and I get it. I get that you I've want to only own owned homes. <laughs> Elliot, I'm sorry this won't pertain <laughs> this to you. This doesn't apply. I've only been in my houses. I understand from a human from the perspective of a conscious human that if you owned a property and you decided you were going to rent out that property as an apartment or a condo or whatever with a contract with a contract i understand fully that you wish you could just sign that piece of paper and those tenants will move in and you'll never get a phone call or an email ever because you set that place up real nice and everything's fine and there's no surprise aliens growing in the wall of your bedroom. No, sir, you checked everything twice just like Santa. And you, uh, I understand that that sounds wonderful, but the reality is, is that you're never, you, if you're a tenant, if you're a landlord, if you own a property and you're renting it out to someone, you need to be available to so, fix problems and be a fucking landlord. Okay, right. so that sounds like the theme of the story. Yeah. Your landlord That's is the unavailable. Lesson. I mean, it's just what? kind of, not what? only is it, the, yeah. I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's the theme. I think it's more like the, uh, it's the through line. I think the theme oh, okay. is that bad shit's happening to you. The theme is, is that this place I've lived in for like four years now. Oh, and what? I love it. Oh, I know where you're. Yeah, it's the same place. Live. I thought you moved. Not the place where I opened up the flashlight and all the stuff no, came no, out. No, I know that. It's a that's, different place than that. That's a different place. No, no, no. I remember that one differently. No, no, no. That's different. That's way, yeah, way long yeah. ago. No, the place, four years. I know where you are. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we hang out on that balcony. Yes, lives. exactly. Yes. Exactly. That's the place. That's and, where um, it's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, and I love it. I love that place. I love where it's located. I don't want to move. But, you know, this fucking alien grew out of the window and this SourceFed fan came to look at it and I felt I felt actually like I wasn't going to be dicked around because this was someone who like respected the thing he wants my to work. Help you. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like he would tell me the truth. Right. So he, he looked at it and he was like, "Yeah, man, I've never seen anything like that." 
but wow worst good. thing yeah. you could say yeah and he's a like a specialist says what the yeah. fuck yeah. and he was like but I will say that there's like an infinite amount of like molds and fungi <laughs> I will and say this is my first this day this is my first <laughs> day and I yeah fresh out of college and I thought I was gonna be an exterminator um, but uh, but he he was like I think it's something in a reproductive phase with yeah I mean it's know. not done like yet it's in some kind of a it's pupating I don't know. Ready. I don't know, but he like, th- th- you know, something that I forgot to mention was was that like it was stuck to the, so the window was open a crack, so it was like growing out of this like crack in the window. What? And and much. and it was like st- it needs air. Listen, and it was like stuck. <laughs> it was stuck to the other side of the window that you can open. And I like opened it, oh, and it like it him. like ripped a piece of it off, and like something that looked like alien blood <laughs> ca- like came out of it. Like I'm not. I what have photos. I have photos of all of this. You can see the dripping weird shit. Why'd you open it? Well, because I was like, I don't know. To kill it? To kill it? No, I just was curious. I mean, I'd open it. I feel like I'd have to see what it looks like. Alana was upset what, that I did that because she's like, what if you released spores was, by breaking oh it? Can I please just mention something? Yeah. There is a cautionary tale. on. There's an X-Files episode about how fungi have spores and they travel a, an insane distance. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it like literally doesn't matter. It's like fucking anthrax. Like you yeah. get like this little bit and it will damage everything, yeah. right? And it's also microscopic or it's just not like sent. We don't sense it. And there are mushrooms out there because they're a part of fermentation. Things that ferment as an alcohol, like things that that let out a toxicity. Is, like a kombucha or something. <laughs> yeah, something poisonous. <laughs> yeah. Has been it's like a it's in a fermentation process. So there's no way you should open something up. Yeah. Rip it open. Yeah, I mean, Alana had the right idea. I just Alana. was being the dumb guy in the horror movie and That's ripping it open so I could point. have a, yeah. a bloody You moment. shouldn't open that. <laughs> right. No, but I did. So anyway, and the that guy- took me a second to like make the connect <laughs> But you the were like, I would have like, done it too. Uh, I think oh, it's a guy yeah. thing. We just want to like- we're I just want to see what's inside. It's just like, yeah, you want, we want to break it. Yeah. <laughs> the guys are always the ones that fuck it up in the horror movies. They yeah, start see off- inside, See what his guts look the like? The dumb bro. But anyway, so he looked at it and he was like, there's a bunch of different types types of things he's like i will say that it's it's very likely a fungus and not a mold oh and he was like um and 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 by this point i had been told on instagram by people who were like know their shit they like this guy was like i work for a mold and cdc get out now and they were like it looks like fungus and Mm. um and the guy was like you know, I've seen something like this. It's like a wood fungus and it only grows on wood and it just needs a little bit of moisture to like grow. Um, he's like, you know, what needs to happen is he's like, I'll cut this off the wall for you and I'll seal it up. And then basically what you would need to do is just spray some, uh, some, uh, Windex? Um, no bleach oh. where it was so that it kind of like kills whatever was there. And he's like, and then the next thing that needs to happen is, is that wall needs to come down because we need to see if it's infected. There's any the more inside. Ew. Yeah. And Friends. so, right. And so that Friends. terrified me because all I could picture was like something that big, something even bigger. In Imagine the wall. just waiting like was, for you. Right. Like cause like, mom. Truly, burst out your wall. Truly. It right. come attack you. Yeah. Cause like what I was looking at, although it was like big and, and it was fairly large to me could be like even it's just a bigger finger. inside the, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Give me the fucking finger of this thing. What yeah. if you woke up the next morning and you had just a tiny bit just on your, <laughs> you were growing it now. Um, no. Oh no, that wasn't. Well, we had a dog, and we don't know what happened to it. Yeah, um, but there's this dog-shaped ball of mold in the corner. Yeah, we didn't sleep in that room. I hate this. That night, and then like you know, the next day, um, it just took a while, and then finally, these fucking this team of guys came in, and they broke down the wall, <laughs> and uh, and and uh, and it was like it looked like the wood was just like rotting. Like all the wood along the bedroom wall there was rotting, and it was because the window frame was not sealed properly, and so there was like moisture getting into the window frame, Mm. and then getting onto all the wood, and it was like rotting the wood basically, and so that seems like such an elementary like carpenter issue, right? They're like, we got this, yeah, yeah. You didn't seal it, (laughs) right? Okay, yeah, it's almost it's also like a very L.A. apartment. 
like, yeah, like completely unkempt and like so. Anyway, or not kept up. Well, yeah, it's like in it's like it's the New York apartment unkempt. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in, it's like when in New York they're like there's roaches and rats and shit. This yeah. is like the L.A. version of that. Yep. But anyway, so um, they were just like you know we'll uh we well what we have to do now is replace all of the wood in there. Wow. And then put new wood in. Heck yeah, and then, new wood, bro. Right. I'm like fuck yeah, upgrade. Yes. And then they're gonna. We're Seal, new wood, baby. And then they're gonna seal, honey. We're getting new wood. <laughs> uh, and then they're gonna seal the fucking window frame, and then hopefully, fucking Klaatu doesn't grow in there again. Why can't you get? Why can't they offer you like another apartment while they do this? I mean, I've been. I yeah, it's been. It has. That's, that's it, major. Here's is it the not? deal. It has been five weeks, and I have not been able to habitate the master bedroom, right. which also has a master bathroom in it for those five weeks. So I have been sleeping in the guest room yeah. with a lawn on a mattress on the floor. That's not okay. And we have been using the guest bathroom for, you know, the bathroom. There so has to be something. I'm essentially living in a one bedroom, one bathroom apartment that's a two bedroom, two bathroom apartment. And you're paying for that. And I'm paying for that yeah. in LA. And so I sent my landlord like this huge email that was just like Hey, like we're into weeks now, and like this shit is like still broken. Like I don't know what's going on. Like it's I understand your life. Yeah, and I get that there's like you know paperwork and shit involved when you got the HOA and all these motherfuckers involved, and like about that. getting things fucking approved so that people can even come into the bedroom and mm -hmm. look at it. And there's just so much fucking bureaucracy tied to like just simple fucking repairs. And what I I was like repairs. and I was like, look, I understand, but here's the deal. There's also all this other shit wrong with the apartment. Like we need to figure this out and we also need to figure out some kind of like maybe I don't pay mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. for the next two months or something. Right. And then we're back in business, you know. But she hasn't really gotten back to that email. How long has it been? <laughs> Go ahead, Elliot. What were you saying? At the very least, you could do like pay the rate for the one bedroom, and then it would right. get prorated back the up difference. Yeah, for the month, or for the month, right? Like something. And I might want to talk to someone about like what my rights are and mm -hmm. what I can request. But essentially, I already sent the email and I haven't gotten an answer right. yet. And it's been like like two weeks now. Wow, that's not okay. So, but I finally fucking got a text this morning from my landlord oh. and she was like, let me see, where does it start? Oh, I need your contact number. Huh. For the plumber. This is a text. <laughs> okay, right. No, we're, we're following you, man. A text. I need your contact number. Oh, does she mean the number of your contact? For the plumber to get in touch with you for repairing the showers. Because no, no. that's a whole other thing. Okay. Please text me your contact number. This is so... And so I gave her the benefit of the doubt. And you gave her what, your mobile number that she's texting on? Yeah, here's my mobile number that I'm texting <laughs> you on. Yeah, I know. I know you're try you were trying to be like, what did she really mean? Maybe yeah, she right? meant something but else. But she did benefit mean. Benefit of the doubt. Yeah, she did mean. It seems like she's dumb. Really? So here's what happened. Is that really what happened? Did she oh, text yes. you? Oh yes. And ask you what you're And doing. and then she and then she texted me. Sure. That number is not a working number. Number. They said they tried to reach you. And I was like, "What?" And I looked back at it and I did mistype one number. That oh, was my bad. <laughs> okay. But just now, just when I when I typed it to her, and then I was like, "Oh, sorry, here's the right number." And then I swear to god, this is what I texted next. You're contacting me on my contact number. <laughs> the number you're texting me from is my contact number. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wait, what did you, I'm sorry, what did she say? I got to know. Nothing. They're like the plumber will contact you, blah blah blah, coordinate timing. And so and they're very much like, dude, I have found that I don't know if this is an LA thing. It is. But I have found that <laughs> they nobody <laughs> leaves messages anymore. Uh and so I'll be like fucking shooting something or making a podcast like we're just doing and I'll get a fucking call and I'll be like send a voicemail because I'm fucking working and then I'll get like and then I'll hear nothing from these like people for days mm -hmm. and then I'll hit up my landlord and be like why isn't anything being done on my place and then she'll say oh they tried contacting you and you didn't answer right right and I'm like wait a minute but leave a message like leave a message yeah. I'm working I'm busy and so I've been going through this fucking thing where like these companies that are gonna fix my life in my apartment aren't leaving messages right, right. If they know so if, like most people don't answer 
nowadays. Then they can just get away with not fucking doing it. It's on purpose. I hate to think that might be true, but I it's been happening so often. Or I went through a phase where I thought no one was leaving text messages, and then I realized that my inbox was completely full. So you might want to check it. Yeah. Because well, I didn't know. Okay, I'll check. And that that's a possibility. But now what's happening is is whenever my phone rings, I just go like, pick it up. I'm going to pick it up because this is someone that's going to fix torture. my fucking life. That's torture. Right, psychological right. torture. Yeah, and then it ends up being, you know, telemarketers or some shit. It's a nightmare. Oh, I'm living in a say, nightmare at home. Right truly. An LA <laughs> yes, nightmare. An LA nightmare. I got to say, the it leaving, could be worse. Yeah, the leaving messages thing is pretty important, though, because of what you just said. Like, I get unsolicited calls even when I'm in Japan. So if I pick it up, it's like fucking $8. So I'm like, I'm not gonna pick oh, it up God. like eat a dick like i'm not gonna pick it up anyway so who it gets matters. that money i don't know my phone company probably yeah. yeah yeah because i'm using an american my american normal mobile phone over there but through wi-fi but it's not that there are no networks in japan that like could connect in an emergency it still like does emergency calls it doesn't mm-hmm. call 911 it just like does whatever it can mm-hmm. but that means that people that are, let's say, using some kind of service can call me internationally if they don't care either, but they like toll collect call me or something. But in whatever service they have, like I have to eat up that cost. Jeez. So I would never answer anything. And I got to say, though, it does kind of feel very L.A. to all that. It's not even bureaucratic shit. It's like people trying so hard to get a day off. And yeah, like not, and just not have they're to. They're praying yeah. that you don't answer. I've yep. done it before. Like, I'm I'm guilty, too. Like, I'm like, yeah. please cancel on me today because I just don't want well, Then there's that famous, like, we'll be there between 10 and 5 p.m. At 10 and, and it's like, the what, end of time. What? I'm like 10 a.m. and 5 p.m.? Like, can you give me a heads up? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you know, and for all I know, they're fucking, you know, eating fresh at Subway for an hour or two yeah. past their lunch breaks and shit. I don't know. It's really well, like, it's really privileged I'm, shit to complain about. No, no, in no. In some way, but no, it's like it's what annoying. we're dealing with, you know, I, it's kind of annoying. I would not sell yourself short. I do believe that there is uh, some merit in a modern busy life because sure. you have to pay rent. Like LA's crazy, right? Like now that I've moved out of LA, I have all these like different perspectives of like why it was so difficult in LA after you lose that sweet spot almost. And it's just so important that you take stock of like LA is not easy. Like you no. you have to it's okay that you say that. Like it is not easy. You need the time it's is a so hustle. time is so expensive. And if you miss that call, you're like what you're not gonna have you're you're gonna be poisoned with like all this shit in your window for a month. I know, like, right? It's it's ridiculous, and it's not even like I said bureaucratic shit. It's just it's just things in the way. Everybody has no time mm-hmm. in LA all at the same time, so you can't you can't move forward together. Sure, it's crazy. I yeah. had an issue in Japan where um, we had an earthquake, and there were some cracks in my walls. And I, it's a relatively new house, and it's supposed to sway, right? So I was like, that's weird. And Cracks I, aren't supposed to happen. No, because it's supposed to sway. So yeah. it's supposed to have that, like, not buoyancy, the flexibility, whatever. Um, I got it looked at and checked out same day, and they even ran, like, an assessment, like, where they, like, vibrate the wall cool. to see what's wrong with Whoa. it. They did it all within the day, and they were gone by noon. Whoa. All because they were like, oh, that is a safety issue. And Japan's like not out to like get you. Damn. They're not. Their insurance isn't yeah. out to get you. They're not trying to scare you. So yeah. When LA's I, out to get us. That's what, oh my God. I so it feel is. that. I absolutely feel it that. Is a, it's a predatorial town. In every it really I mean, it's all, that way. It operates the sky solely fi- on money. The sky is filled with, with like earth death yeah i mean it's yeah with like spray paint yeah that's all yeah. your soul <laughs> just like lifted up yeah, like and leaving. yeah our yeah. souls that's, that's what that smog, smog is. is soul it's when you enter your soul yeah. leaves it and you yeah just, it we're looks... basically secondhand smoking uh, like the earth above la <laughs> yeah. into oblivion essentially yeah. with all of our fucking and it's beautiful vape and i love pens it. and, and I, it's wonderful. yeah i mean there's just too much money involved um, in every decision made and there's so, so much yeah. old money right and deep fucking roots of like Truly. you know governmental shit where the big guy the big corporations benefit well, something yeah. like what you're going through is magnified when you're already when the whole city to live in is so expensive right. so yeah that, yeah little problems yeah. like that wouldn't be uh, maybe as big of a deal if you weren't you know if it wasn't this place yeah and i feel bad right. because lana lives with me and and you know yeah, she's like a very clean and like healthy person and you She's know, the one that found it. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want her to be, you know, in in this like hellhole place, you yeah. know, while uh, it's yeah. being fixed up. I feel bad. I am having a, a thing with my apartment where I uh, 
the person who lived before me and Pete were there. I think her name was Ashley, but her last name was Morgan, and we had the Whoa. same. So Whoa. Uh, what has happened, though, is Ashley apparently was very into the Church of Scientology. Uh-oh. And then Ashley went away. And she, she was disappeared. She was, she was taken. <laughs> and and months ago, levels. months ago, we started getting calls and from people saying from the Church of Scientology asking where Ashley was, and oh, we were like, God. "Hey, Ashley's not here. Like, uh, there's just you know, you might be seeing that someone else with the last name Morgan. Oh, right, um, was there, and they were like, got it. And then it would be like a week later, they'd call back, oh, and they'd be like, my. "We're just trying to find um, if we could find Ashley." And then we got like a postcard from him and it was like handwritten note from this other from this real person and it was like we just want to check on you and see what's going on and then uh we got a knock on the door and uh not okay not okay i was on the balcony and pete (laughs) opens the door and it's this uh young guy with what looks like a butler and but like very nice fancy like whimsical looking guy and then he, they were asking about Ashley, and oh I was like, my I came in and I was like, what, 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 what are we, are we going to ask questions? Like, how are we going to? Oh, and then we we get tons of mail. So now we just get at the Scientology magazine. We get all of these like Scientology as though you brochures. are Scientologists. Yeah, right. all made out to Ashley, and uh, but they they just keep on coming. Wow. And so then I was like, listen, I was like, she doesn't live here. I was like, I had the same last name as her. I was like, good luck. Unrelated. Don't know, you know, where she is. We've never met her. And um, and they were like the nicest people. They were so cool about it, and they but were they like, just... "So sorry, yeah, not a problem." And uh, <laughs> and wow. they left, and they were very sweet and um, and very very like amicable and real, you know, real good people. Uh, well, and uh, good, good people. Whatever. So when's the first service? When are you go? Right, right. When, when did they <laughs> so, they cast um, their net? I clearly. am now a uh, no. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, yeah they know what I they're doing. I am announcing <laughs> here. Yeah. <laughs> You expect them to be like I think kind of aggressive, but they're just like these particular uh, people were real, real nice. But anyway, they go away, <laughs> and they're friendly. the calls keep coming, and eventually a call comes, and I was like, okay, I think I'm going to answer this, or no, they left a message because of course I wasn't going to answer a phone call. And I looked at the message and I had the transcription, and it was like, this is so and so from the Scientology. <laughs> we're looking for Ashley. This was the first time they called my number. Wow. I, it's never been my number before. Right, right. It was always Pete's because his was with the whatever the front desk, and oh, so fuck. no, they triangulated you. Yeah, yeah, and they so, got you. They I was like, this you. is now really like weird. And I, I pressed the number and I call back and this woman answers and uh, and she just goes, hello, this is so-and-so. Uh, we'll call her Sarah. And uh, she goes, hello, this is Sarah. And I was like, hi, Sarah. Um, I just received a, a call from your number and you're looking for a person and this continues to happen and you guys keep showing up and uh, we get all of her mail. Um, but she is not here at this address and if she is, she's very good at hiding. Wow. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the girl, there must be a room I haven't found <laughs> yet. She's below us. Apparently I have a three bedroom or a bunk. <laughs> And uh, and so then she was super sweet about it. She's like, "Got it. We'll uh, we'll take you off the list. We're gonna just go ahead a little do a retrieve. Say, you know, let let you know this is not associated with uh, with Ashley. And uh, thank you for letting us know. And I was like, "No problem." So anyway, I'll probably see him on. How long ago tonight? Was that? Like three days ago, wow. two days ago. Dude, what? It, I mean, what the, happened to her? I wonder. Yeah, what uh-huh. happened to Ashley? Uh-huh. Do you think she, she tried away. to escape the, the church? church. How, That's what I was thinking. Yes, I think she tried to escape the church, and she found that it was prudent for her that your name was the same so she's like oh i'll just leave it mm-hmm. as though i have something to do with the apartment somebody will take the brunt or there will at least be enough red tape yeah pete's pete's thoughts were that it might not have been somebody who used to live there it might be somebody who just used our address for some Ooh, reason this is scary <laughs> so but that said you know that's probably not what it is because if it is i'll feel real bad <laughs> for uh for ashley, for ashley do but, you uh, think ashley yeah let's get into it is trying to run away. Do you think do you think that she thinks she can get away with this? <laughs> 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 all right. Um uh, well let's get the fuck out of here, huh? Did we do all of our duties? Damn. Yeah, um we're still inching toward 5000 uh, patrons and I'll dye my hair any color you want, which is all very exciting. Uh, yeah. What's the color you want? I'm actually I'm excited to see what people oh, say. Oh, okay. You I don't actually, have a preference? You don't have like a Oh, if I had mermaid hair, I'd be this um, color. I would do like a pastel something crazy. Ooh, I would do pastel that. Just have some pink. fun cuz why pastel not? Pastel green. I feel like pink's a little done. I know everybody does that. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to be like yeah, a Bella Delphine. It shouldn't be pink. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to be a gamer girl. 
bathwater right. girl. But Plus, I, Lee's already doing it. Oh, right. Yes, many, that yeah. as well. That I as want well. a Lee pink. I'm going to get a Lee pink. Exactly. That's yeah, her brand. Exactly um, like hers. I'm You're saying a little pink? Lee pink. Lee pink. Uh, anyway, yeah. So we're doing that, and um, watch Bring the Funny on NBC. Raina, what are you doing? In oh man, I'm yeah, I'm doing quite a lot. Uh, I just shot a show with First We Feast, cool. and uh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's about Japanese food in New York City, nice. which is like perfectly in my realm mm-hmm. and world. How so. is it? How is the Japanese food in New York City? It's fantastic. It is extremely, extremely close. Wow. Um, do you yeah. like New York City? I do. Well, I grew up in New Jersey, and mm-hmm. my dad lived oh, in the know. city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grace is and from New Jersey. Who? Uh, Grace. <gasps> Re- did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Wow. Are you from New Jersey? Yes. Well, I wasn't born there. I was born in Japan, but I grew up in New Jersey. Wow. And my mom went to Parsons, mm-hmm. and um, all my friends went to Cooper, and uh, I, my dad lived in Hell's Kitchen when it was like really gross back in the day. So, yeah. So, um, I went there a lot, but I didn't. I think anyone that lives near Manhattan when you're that young, you're like, I'm going to make it one day and go there and it's going to be awesome. I live in Los Angeles and I think that every day. (laughs) And then I moved out and I'm okay now. I woke up. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Me personally. Oh, but you got to get out of the bubble first. You got to get out of the, yeah, you got to stop drinking the Kool-Aid. But yeah, that was, yeah. Damn, I feel like I lost my train of thought because I was thinking about. Well, you were talking about that show <laughs> that you're show doing in New York. That yeah. was, oh yeah. So Eating if I New like York. New York, um, I love New York. That's I only right, right, right. I'm, I'm, I love it because I, I always thought that it was the pinnacle of everything. Um, I never want to live or work there yeah. permanently. I worked there a little bit before That's moving fair. out here. Yeah, and it was a little too much for me. I'm mm-hmm. just not that. Um, Will you show me around when I come out? Absolutely. I might, come, I might be coming now out I this know, year. Now I know good food places, so oh, I would good. love to. Yeah. Oh, so that that's was, cool. Yeah, you yes. actually know all the. It was phenomenal. Pla- that's yeah. like invaluable you, information. It in New really York. is. Like you'd have to be into, I'd say, like steaks and Japanese food for me to be of any use. But if you're into that, then I can definitely help. Uh, yeah. I'm real into steaks. There you go. Let me some steaks. To, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be reaching out. Yeah. Um. Phil came on my show. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you guys took a cute little photo together. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. He came out. I was like, Would you like to eat a three hundred dollars steak and do a show with me? And um. Yeah. And he came out and we did it and it was fun. It was kind of like a podcast. We got to just like talk about whatever. So three hundred dollars steak. Wow. What is it? Does it taste different than a than a sixty dollar steak? Yes. Absolutely. So uh, it's not just the taste. So it doesn't taste like a steak after that. It's it. Cuts it's like not butter. Just the steak, it's also the price. It's also the price. You're yeah, eating the money. The yeah. You're, eating the, You're money. eating the money. It's just the My experience. My favorite line from Jerry McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Eat the money. Eat the money. Um, <laughs> anything else would you that you um, would like to uh to Yeah, promote? oh sure, just one more thing. Um I am the global producer for an anime. That we're working on in Japan. That's great. It's really exciting, except it is very tough because anime is, uh, I'm sure a lot of people know, but like animation in general, I think worldly is a very tough industry. A lot of people get very abused. A lot of royalties don't go to the right places. It's just like a difficult industry to keep track of for everything to be fair, which can be said about a lot of things. But anime is notoriously bad. People work themselves to death. So we have this like really interesting agenda where now with the advent of obviously YouTube and streaming services, like Netflix and stuff and how successful they are there's definitely a different way we can fund and create anime back in the day well still now we have to go through like a production committee inside of Japan or a big Mm -hmm. city like in Tokyo and a lot of nothing is fair like honestly once it hits production committee which is the way it is right now nothing is fair for any of the creators any of the uh, designers is it like not in like the music industry is it like it's predatory or is it like actually not regulated so there's just there's like like a lot of wild west it's very similar there's like unions union problems right very huge problems uh i don't even think unions exist because your life is kind of like it's very much the agency that is connected to the broadcast network Mm -hmm. is brought whatever Mm -hmm. and also japan is like are very archaic so it's still kind of a little bit like Yakuza run it's not so simple right but like there is definitely like a hand that is Mm -hmm. playing everything and it's very kind of Yakuza-y I mean it's kind of like that everywhere that's what I'm saying yeah I'm saying I'm making it sound really extravagant but it really does it it permeates everywhere it happens in everything I guess after the mold talk everything sounds a little more (laughs) (laughs) ominous. that music is needed now but um (laughs) yeah actually this does really fit the tone but um we do think there's like a new way especially with the globalization of anime and everything to make it more 
more proper and make it easier for everybody, more fair, and still make wow, a good product. Wow. So, good for yeah, you. Thank you. It's very hard. I'm making it sound like I'm doing such good deeds. It's hard. It sounds. Yeah. Well, you've always been very a hardworking person. And but I'm so always, tired. Yeah, but it doesn't show. <laughs> I'm so tired. It doesn't show. And, um, you know, we'll get some goddamn sleep, dude. You know, it's tough. The jet lag is not helping. That's another thing. Like, I love... Coming here, this was amazing. This is the first time I came to LA since moving, so this feels very oh, cool. different, right? But I've been traveling a little too much. I need. I think I need to like go yeah. home and like not see anybody yeah. ever again. Yeah, for a yeah. Because I just mean, for a little bit. But everybody loves you, Raina. And when you're oh, in LA, everybody wants to see you. I love obviously, everyone. this was so meaningful. Yeah, to me. thank, thank you, you so much for for doing it. Oh it's no, very nice. Of thank you. you. Seriously, thank you so much for having How me. How long this are is a dream. It's nice to get to know you a little bit more too. I know. This seriously, is very pleasant. Everything yeah. was always in passing for us. It was yeah. rough. Yeah. Was like, wow, oh, I'm sad I missed it because I was dealing with all that terrible shit. No, but you, apartment. but we worked a lot together, so yeah, you know yeah, all yes, the... that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But I would have loved to have observed this. Maybe I'll watch it. Probably won't. But um, <laughs> I'll you, listen to that intro. How again, long huh? are you? Oh yeah. hell yeah! How long are you in town? I am leaving at like 5 a.m. this Saturday. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. actually gonna try to see Subtic today. Yeah, oh, nice. I'm gonna try. Yeah, so I'm gonna go for it. Give him our best. Said hi. Absolutely. We just saw him in uh, Austin. And said I didn't see him. I just saw Kevin. How was RTX? Was it lovely? Was it your first RTX? Yes, I loved it. I thought it was really cool. I love that they opened the doors to us and and allowed a lot of new creators in. And, yeah. and I had so much fun. Everybody was great. And I, was I love so all jealous. the Rooster Teeth people. Right. It looked so much like mm-hmm. they had a little bit of a reunion for SourceFed almost. And I was kind of jealous that like I. I, I Meg and everything. Yeah, yeah. I had all the pictures were wonderful. I had to choose AX just because like logically it makes the most sense. I really to wanted LA, to go. I really wanted to go to, uh, to Anime Expo. I've never been. Let's go next year. Let's go. Just I'm for in. one day. Let's go next Take year. my hand to I Anime will, yeah, Expo. Yeah, no, seriously. It, it, we'll have fun. It'll be good. It'll Great. be good. Yeah. Well, thank you, Raina. Thank All you right, so well, guys, Raina, thank you so much. We love you so much. What's your Twitters and shit for people? That At Raina Scully. It's just Great. what it is. As easy um, as can be. Thank you for coming. We thank miss you. you so much. Oh, this, Come back and do more stuff with this us. This meant please. a lot to me. Thank you so no, much. You. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to the Valley Cast. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Bye.